You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Right on the line, as always, professional podcasters, beware. It's Is there a level above professional? It's scary how good this sounds. I was thinking about it. I was editing the last episode before I called you. God. Just reflecting on how talented we are. It's really, you know, it's really fucking, it puts everybody else to shame. It's we take sh- on all comers. <laughs> You know how when uh, when Rob Halford says we take on all comers, it's the same fucking concept. Exactly really. the same. You know what's you know, great though is we're like I okay, I'm I'm being a dick, but people do all the time. And like oh, you got a really good sounding podcast, how do you do that? And I'd be like, oh well, I don't you know, know, break your ass in recording studios and shitty bars doing fucking sound for uh, for about fucking fifteen years, and you might you might <laughs> uh, you might pick up a thing or two along the way. <laughs> you might, but. Yeah. The the well, actual I mean, thing is like yeah, you know, it's just like a bunch of trial and error, but we're I'd say we're ninety five percent of the way there, but I'm still always trying to get us to that extra five percent. Like I I got like a, a Craigslist alert for mic preamps that I like and compressors that I like, and I'm waiting for the point where I mean like, you know what? I can spend nine hundred bucks and fucking buy these two things and permalone them to Hans and put them in a box oh, thank you. that is locked that he actually cannot get into. And it just, just it <laughs> plugs his microphone into a mystery box, and at the other end, magic comes. Um, like a Sammy Hagar three-lock box. Yes, say. exactly the same thing. It's um, great. No. I always, always try and get better. It's, you know, the the last, it seems almost seems like the last thing that most podcasters think about is the sound, because a lot of times it's like, <sighs> okay, what's up? <laughs> okay, what's up, guys? Uh, this is uh, episode five. We're going to talk about WrestleMania. Shit, though. Uh, we uh, fucking... Joe. We, Joe got on Skype. We do that episodes from time to time, too. I can't I can't shit on those people that hard, because every now and then we come up with something that sounds like a fucking Earth Mover is going on in the background. No, we don't. Listen to this. This does sound good. This sounds like it's I'm in your living room right now. I've got a floating mount for the Shure SM7. And it has made all of the difference in the world. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen my new, like, mic setup since I got it. I went, uh, I went a little wild on, uh, I, I, I use an RE20, and I went a little wild, and I got, like, it's an annoyingly Sorry. shaped mic. That's the time. <laughs> That's how it sounds in here now. So um, keep the box it's an annoyingly there. shaped mic, but I went out and I got, like, a bunch of, like, nice doodads for it you know yeah like a shock mount and like a, the pop filter that clicks right to the mic it looks uh, looks pretty all right in here 
You know, there's nothing wrong with being good at what you do. And I just wanted to say, I wanted to sail home and reiterate how great we are. You know, it's not often that I pat myself on the back. Probably never. But when but you do. But when we, I'm, I'm, we're both in this together. I'm just saying when we both do, I'm, I'm saying that we quality, uh, sound quality, quality of topics. I mean, I have a whole list of things to talk about tonight. Do you really? That's interesting. I noticed I, in the last episode, you make an allusion to us having to talk about sex cults, but then never actually talked about it, which oh, I'm, I'm well, dying to get into. Oh, well, it's next. We can start right off. Nexium, the sex cult. It used to be... This was the success, the success sex cult. Yes. Cult. All right. The, the success, success cult. cult. And locals... Well, I did talk about um, that one woman, Nikki Klein, shooting me down. And, uh, what? But I did. No. Did you um, really? Did I miss this shit? Did I fall asleep? I think you might have fell asleep. Oh, fuck. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, Nexium is... It's a hotbed. Uh, in typical Albany fashion, nobody cares. Everybody's just like, oh, well, there was a sex cult and it's people weird. got branded. But one, I posted a thing on Facebook today that said, I was a joke. I said, I was never attractive enough to get recruited by Nexium. Sad face. As a joke. I was cause, like, anything where you've got to like aggressively say as a joke probably ends no, no, well. I didn't even say as a joke on, on the post. I oh, just said I, understood. I was never, oh, never aggressive enough. And uh, someone wrote me and said, I'm unfriending you because I find this highly offensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's my first true unfriend. And uh, I didn't rebut. And I have that thing on my computer that uh, doesn't it doesn't show that I, I even read it. And hopefully I got there was some sort of like they cobbled together some sort of like strange um, like pseudo call out post about it i said was this was this somebody who's in the sex cult or is this somebody who just catches no, feelings easily just someone who catches feelings all the time neat really cool yeah not not a friend not a friend at all and uh frankly good riddance to bad trash that's all i gotta say um but it's funny to get scolded by an adult <laughs> that's what i'll never understand about people who get a little too uppity i want to say uppity people get a little too no no look look <laughs> people who get a little too worked up about things that they probably shouldn't feel anything about now seriously there's a lot of things a lot of things happen all every day all the time okay not everyone's gonna want to drink coke someone's gonna want to drink pepsi it's fine same thing. Not everyone's going to get offended by the sex cult. People are going to think it's funny. All of all places on earth, Albany had the sex cult. Yeah, it's and it wasn't even hysterical. a sex cult. Hysterical. It was a classic case of this guy, Keith Raniere, fighting a, 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 a classic. All he looked like a classic Albany bar dude. Yeah, he was like awesome. The guy who would let, hang out till three in the morning until everyone got really drunk, and then he tried predatorily try to take somebody home. I don't even predatorily is a word, but stick with me. And that's what he looked like, and that's basically what he did. But his videos are insane. I haven't They're seen like, any. I really got to watch some of these. This dude is insane. And I looked him up on Facebook, and he's friends with some people we know. Of course. So some people that we know were involved with this. I don't know what degree. So it's interesting to me. 
It's interesting because we have, people have known for for years about the success cult. And well, we've been, the success we've been talking cult. about this spot for yeah, like a minute. Yes. Granted, it's definitely gotten weirder since, uh, since yeah, like well, since we first like caught wind started, of it. But yo, well, the problem was, and downfall of man is thinking with the wrong head. This is what happened to our man Keith. Keith. Instead of asking, hey, you know, instead of being like any other dude and being like, hey, it'd be, you know, you want to like come over and maybe I'll put my hand on your leg and see what happens while we watch, you know, Starship Troopers or whatever. (laughs) Instead, he basically said, I am now uh, your leader. My name is no longer Keith. My name is Vanguard. Oh, that's right. I forgot his name is Vanguard. Really good. Vanguard. Oh, Vanguard. This is such Vanguard. a fucking Albany cult. Jesus Christ. It so is. My God. And nobody knows. Vanguard. No knows. Get the fuck out of here. What are you goddamn Vanguard. kidding me? How do you not? I mean, I don't I don't understand. I mean, it must have been some Jim Jones, like like total like Stockholm Syndrome Jim Jones shit where it's like, okay, uh, well, you know, any, any, I mean, I'm going to give up my life, I'm going to give up my career, I'm going to give up anything for this guy. And then midstream, he's going to totally flip the script, and now I have to call him Vanguard, and I'm totally okay with that. I do love, every time I watch a cult documentary, I love that point where everybody in the room should have been like, well, this just escalated, mm, didn't it? Is, but yeah. <laughs> everyone seems to miss it. Well, I watched this, I watched a couple of things on it, and and a couple of people bugged out and did. They're like, "Oh, this is fucking crazy!" Like, where they're you know, you're starting to brand women with your initials. Yeah, I'm out. But the people who stuck around really stuck around, and I I would have I would have bounced at. I don't want to call anybody Vanguard. Yeah, I'm like, sure. What if I was like, what the fuck? What if I was like Andrew? Uh, I need you to call me Centurion. Uh, Seriously, yo, I wouldn't do that at Goth Night, let alone in no. private life. Are you kidding <laughs> this me? This dude, this was a total Goth Night dude. This was a total Goth Night dude, and he put out his own. What the the inkling should have been when he put out his own videos. <laughs> oh yeah, you got to like, bounce at that point. You have to wait for people to interview you. You can't just put out your own interview videos. Are they from your, Are they interviews of him? Yes. Okay, I gotta watch these things because I'm I love watching fucking uh, cult leader interviews. They're really really good. Have you watched that he, that Netflix shit? No, no. Yeah, it's real. It's it's worth fucking six hours of your time. Really good just to watch like watch Osho hours. fucking descend into ever weirder fucking spots. And he like pieces out for half of it and then comes back, but is like clearly turned a corner and has gotten ultra weird. Really good. You said Osho. I thought you meant Ochad Ochocinco, which would have been the best. <laughs> That's yes. Do you remember NFL that weird a... time where Chad Ochocinco bought up <laughs> seventy acres of land in the Pacific Northwest to start a, uh, oh a utopian society? It was a fucked he up did, scene. He is a product of the University uh, of Oregon, so that makes total sense. Chad you know, Ochocinco. There's uh, there a little uh, a little end of a year trivia for people who've been like ride or die with us for a while. We Thank you. always used to tweet at Chad Ochocinco to come to the show. Anytime. Definitely. Fuck. Anytime we were Every out there. Every time. Anywhere. Yeah. Anytime we played Cincinnati. Anytime. Hey, yo, Ochocinco. And I would just love for him to come. It'd be great. Never never yes. really got at us, unfortunately. But, A room uh, full yeah. of nerds in flannel and six foot six <laughs> Chad Ochocinco rides in on his hover round. 
and saves the day. I would have loved it. My God. That's such a great idea. More bands should do that at celebrities that you know are in the city, especially if you play Los Angeles or San Francisco. Yeah. And just be like, come down to the show, names on the list. Hey, you know, in other weird Albany history, this we've been guilty of getting way, way too local. Uh, to the interest of maybe two or three people on the past few episodes. <laughs> yeah, I, but I don't know why. But for yeah. uh, for Albany historians, the entire band of per capita just tweeted me right now, or uh, just texted me right now. It was why? fascinating. We're just you know we're chatting. Just got a whole group text thing happening, but thought I would share that for the the uh, two old back. men that uh, that remember. <laughs> guys getting back together. Yeah, man, we're we're gonna hit the practice space next week. Whoa, which one? I don't, I, I don't know. We're <laughs> Max Tracks. North Albany now. Max Tracks is apartments now, man. Oh, and, dude, and, uh, and, uh, everybody from spot. my everybody from my early twenties band per capita now lives within like a a decent car ride's distance. I mean, we're all like fucking five minutes away from each other. So wow. it's there's no excuse for us to not be a unit. Be you know just be <laughs> be a gang. Please. please play one reunion show. I couldn't please. play those fucking songs. I I don't know. I think one of them has one tape, which I would love to get a hold of. Yeah, uh, for sure. But that Put is uh, that that is an undocumented band that will uh, that will die with human <laughs> history. Per capita, if you're that interested in any pre end of year bands, yeah, that's one capita. that's that's in there. Per capita is right up there with Burning Bridges as some of the best, and Pekavi. some and of Pekavi. the best, <laughs> and pre, uh, pre. What if the equator shifted? Some of the best music you'll ever hear. Oh man! So it's been a weird week. And, what else you got uh, going on? You got unfriended. Yeah, people are bugging. What's up? I got unfriended. It's been like a fucking blues song, man. I, today I fucking I between yesterday and today I dropped eighty bucks. Gone. Detailing equipment. What's that? Detailing equipment for your car. What's up? No, I just you got like the you got the fucking oh you literally dropped eighty dollars. No, I like lost it. Yeah. That's a drag. I was at a show, played a show last night, and I think I dropped it on the floor at uh, this place called Polly's Hotel, which means that Gone. someone definitely picked it up and didn't say shit to me. So yeah, absolutely not. That's <sighs> so fucking. And it's tomorrow so you're gonna find out that somebody who was very conspicuously at that show suddenly overdosed. It was weird. I didn't think they had any money, but they must have gotten or some money. Has clean clothes. On. Yeah, like, what happened like the, there? It's like in Goodfellas when they get the money and everybody starts buying Cadillacs and shit. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yo, put that money. Go back to TJ Maxx. Show me the receipt right now. Oh, you paid for it in cash, motherfucker. You know, like it would be like that kind of thing. But no, I was... And then I got a fucking parking ticket today. I was uh, setting up... Uh, Mark, the ween, was recording drums in the low beat. Nice. So, um, friend Kieran and I were setting up his mics. And I was running mic because I have nothing else to do. So I was like, oh, That's I'm really going to get into like recording and shit. So then I go out and I have a fucking parking ticket. So in one day I lost eighty bucks and got a parking ticket. So Not I really bad. lost like one hundred and twenty bucks. I um, uh, but, I got Gab a parking ticket uh, a few days ago. I got to pay that shit. In fact, oh, it's it's at my elbow right now. Yeah, I hate it. I okay. hate it. It's, sixty it's, it's sixty U.S. dollars for yeah, you know, cool for what for nothing nothingness. But it made me think that. Um, on the anniversary of Muddy Waters' death, I'm going to say that I think the blues are overrated. Okay, I'm with that. <laughs> you know what, though? I, I will draw a divide where, like, when you find, like, a good blues record or blues song, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Absolutely get it. 
like with it 100% whatever and then you hear a bad one you're like this is straight garbage this is real bad so I, I got a thing with it where if you if you find me one of the 5 or 10 good blues songs I'm 100% down for it and then the rest you get shove it up your ass this is the only good blues song <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> he went a weird way here 9.45 downtown Albany time. Stay tuned. <laughs> Giving away two free tickets to Hoffman's Playland. Fix 106. And they're trying to hit the, trying to hit the post. Don't touch that dial. What are you doing? I don't know. I went through a couple years where I would go to Last Vestige and buy like, just buy like shitty old blues records. That, that was, uh, maybe not the finest good. time of my life. It looks but. good when girls come over. And oh, definitely. For sure. Shit. Oh, like That's who is thing. who is Sonny Terry? I'm like, oh, no, I got you. Don't worry. Oh, here, just sit, listen? sit down. He's a, he's a, he blows a great harmonica. You'll love him. Want to listen? Ten minutes later, you got two Fucking... fingers going. <laughs> got two fingers in there. Put, put the panties <laughs> on the side. Fucking it's Brownie McGee skipping on the stereo. That's I'm on a keyboard. What keyboard? What keyboard? What keyboard? What? <laughs> I'm walking to New Orleans. <laughs> oh yeah, you put my fingers in. It's fucking great. Wow. Okay. The thrill is gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's fucking awesome, man. Okay, so once we get comfortable and then uh <laughs> Um Hey, uh I think I've been thinking a lot about you lately and uh Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I noticed you wearing some tight uh, jeans. That must be really uncomfortable. Oh, you're taking them off. Oh, great. Mm, then you got two fingers in. And she, she's 2002, yours. so belt buckle. Click, clink, clink, clink. Oh, my you know, God. Like... The big belt buckle. Click, clink, click, clink. Zip. Yeah, this oh, shit off. can fuck off. This is so Welcome. fucking garbage. Get the this is a straight garb. Yeah, but right now you don't even not even listen to the music. That's the only true. Thing you're yeah. Listening to is the sweet music of heavy breathing. Well, she's yours. He's like, oh, I find blues music so aggressive. Like, yeah, you haven't seen aggressive yet until we make make it to the bedroom and immediately you realize that you have all of your you just went to the laundry for the first time in two months yep. and you have all of your clean clothes in a pile on your bed yep like, on the bed that's on the floor which is just there's so many things yeah. wrong with this yeah because you're gonna fold your clothes yeah right you might as well just empty the bag into your fucking dresser it's oh, wait, well, you don't have a, a dresser it's that's just a what pile i was gonna say is you gotta hope that she just doesn't look at the pile of clothes and then look around and be like where would these even go yeah. In like normal would, circumstances. Yeah. And plus, these are all of your clothes, but you, whenever I see you, you're wearing the same thing. You're wearing a Doom shirt with black jeans. We got to talk socks. about that. Let's put a pin in that one because I, I want to get back to that. But it's occurring to me right now, I'm picturing myself in that era where I would go out and buy blues records, and I actually can't picture where my clothes went. Yeah. Right? Because I did. I you had. Get, you just lose shit. You just lose clothes. I guess. In the moment. Where did they go when I cleaned them? I remember doing laundry all I, the goddamn time. I remember doing laundry. Where did I put my clothes? Because I didn't I have put, a dresser and I didn't have a I closet put, in that room. 
When I move, it's like total devastation. I put most of the clothes I don't wear into a pile, and I put them in bags, and I bring them to Goodwill. <laughs> Good that dirty, was what matter. we did yesterday, basically. Yeah. yeah you're just getting rid of everything. Eh, not everything. We're lightening the load, though, for sure. So, all right. While, while this is fresh in my mind, so, and actually, there's a good segue. We... What in the fuck are you making me listen to? <laughs> Come on, this is John Lee Hooker. Boom, boom. Um, yeah, all this shit can fuck off. Let's fucking d destroy this from the fossil record. Uh, you know when ISIS, like, fucking rolls into some town I've never heard of in Syria and, like, blows up a fucking mosque that's been around for 3,000 years? <laughs> I yeah. I had no idea it existed before that, but I get real, like, about that. it. Um, yeah. the, the ISIS can roll into fucking John Lee Hooker town in Syria and fucking blow it up. I don't <laughs> ISIS care. ISIS can roll into Memphis anytime and fucking tear down uh, Muddy Waters that statue. A okay, just fucking like, ISIS can drive their fucking Humvee straight through like chess records and all that shit. Just fucking <laughs> like that's it. Spin out on the. <laughs> <laughs> This is the recording studio where Muddy Waters first recorded with John Lee Hooker. This is where Canned Heat and John Lee Hooker made their first album together. Oh. See, I can't. <laughs> Again, the making good vehicle sound sounds here. So, we're at the, the clothes selling spot, which is a hot spot on Sundays. Um, uh, Buffalo Exchange. And uh, the other one, not Buffalo Exchange. What's it called? Uh, fuck, whatever. Um, so we're there and Rainbow. I'm leaving. Yeah, we're at Rainbow. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> Rainbow trying to get your money back. And I see, like, I see just like a dude. Just like a guy, and he's got like a kid in, in the, I was going to say a kid in a wheelchair, a kid in a stroller. <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. We'll and is looking all story. frazzled and just, you know, whatever. Just like fucking, just like straight dad. But then I look and he was wearing a Doom shirt. And it occurred to me like. in this moment where I locked eyes with him for a second and we were both like, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> I wait, like the, like the group or the game? The group. Oh my God. And my thought is, has Doom, and I, 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 I was workshopping material on Twitter, obviously. Has Doom threaded the needle and become weirdo music? Or yeah. is it still just for dorks? Um, it was, I think, I've seen some Doom shirts around. I think Doom has come back around and has become like um, like a shirt you wear just so people will look at you. What? Um, uh, all right. I, I'm, I struggle with that because I want to live in a world where you tra can transition from Doom to Big Black on a on a uh, like a playlist and it it just works perfectly. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Doom playing live. Like Napalm Death did that shit. Like Napalm Death was for fucking straight losers and somehow right. in there managed to fucking thread that needle and become it's I mean, losers to listen to it for sure. But you could just find some stray weirdos that are just in sure. a napalm death. That's their thing. I'm wondering if Doom made that that crossover. I I think so. I That's think cool. They, they're in the same canon as like extreme noise terror. Yeah. All right. Na cool. Napalm death, and even like bands like uh, not death, death, but 
bands like I don't know Entombed. They're in the same like people just shoot them like a metal band now. I think. Interesting. Um, yeah. All right. But I'm interested in other people's, especially people from the United Kingdoms, because um, I think everybody over there is over this completely. I think oh, for sure. ED, yeah. It's like either EDM or smart indie rock or like. I think this is just like not. This is like no one holds a candle for like all this music. I don't think, except for like you said, like, and not even weirdos like crusty weirdos. Weirdos like I like lived in my parents' house till I was twenty eight to save yeah. money, and now I I'm like marrying my first girlfriend, and I wear like a belt. Uh, like and a I'm just shiny fucked belt. up by any measure. I'm fucked up, you know. Like <laughs> this isn't like a Wicked Scenes ruler thing. I'm fucked up. Yeah. And uh, oh, hey, 25, Doom has an album called 25 Years of Crust. Oh, boy. That's which is neat. great. Doom recently played Los Angeles. Um, they do not look great. <laughs> I, I would have no expectation that they would, but, you know, good on them, yeah. I guess. But um, in the, uh, in, when I looked them up in the YouTube lineup with Electro Hippies, Shit Lickers, Discharge, also Henry Rollins' Liar comes up. <laughs> okay, so we're getting somewhere then. All right. Ra- do you remember this gem from the 90s? I do remember Henry Rollins' Liar. God, when this came out, man, I was. This is when you have blind allegiance. Yep. To things you like, and I was like, I love. I read the. I was so into Rollins' Black Flag at this point in my life that I forced myself to like this. Yeah, I. I mean, this was hot shit for like a summer. This is this is no doubt. This is yes. like this was right up there with like fucking Helmet Meantime and yeah. fucking like Melvin, Green Jello and the Melvins and shit. It was for real. I like how he likes it. I like how he tried to legitimize having a session bassist in the band. He's like, oh, yeah. Melvin Gibbs. He's like a soul, like a soul bassist. And the Melvin Gibbs played for everybody, no matter what. He was like the biggest music whore in New York. <laughs> he would play for. He played for Art of Lindsay. Um, he played for everybody. Oh, but he's like, yeah. God. But he replaced this whole band. Oh, yeah. Remember when this was good? This was the hottest shit for a minute. Just remember, people in bands, men, women in bands, it's anything's impossible. Really anything's possible. Because that song, which is very bad, was a top ten hit. Can you believe it? There's another thing about cautionary tale for band people. Mm. You're too, no matter what you're about right now, if you're playing guitar music, you're two bad decisions away from being fucking like on the Family Values tour, like straight <laughs> well, Twizzo. Two good decisions from or being two good, on the yeah. Family Values tour. Come on, like you're always you're way closer to that edge than you realize, right? It's scary. Speaking of band people, um, somebody we haven't called in a while, uh, Mac DeMarco. I'd like to give him a call because it's his birthday today. Okay. So, see if he uh, has not blocked our number yet. And see if he's willing to talk to um, uh, Terry from the label for a little while. Oh, shit. Hello? Hey, Mac. (laughs) Yeah, who's this? 
Hey, it's Terry from the label. How are you, pal? It's your birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. What are you going to do? Are you, uh, are you back in Canada or what? Thanks. Thanks, man. Uh, I'm just... Dude, what the, fu- what the fuck? Why are you calling me today? It's my birthday. Like, what is, what is this? It's your birthday. I thought we'd check in. Make sure you're I'm getting... checking make- about... What- you know, just make sure you're getting everything, uh, you know, making sure you're getting everything you need. Dude, what the hell? What? <laughs> and, hey, what the fuck is going on over there? Is it, are you guys, like, bankrupted? What the fuck are you doing? Whoa, 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 man. We're just, we're just trying to, we're just putting some good tidings out. We just, you had a great South by. We're just making sure you're you're still riding that wave, you know. You know. We, we, I mean, it's no, yeah. no no need to get mad. Dude, I'm not mad. I'm just like, what? Like, why are you calling me? Did I wake like, you? Did we wake you up? Wake me, no, I'm, <laughs> dude. I'm just trying to relax here at my friend's house, and like, you're calling me. I don't understand. Can we talk well, to your friend? Who's your friend? Can we talk to your friend? I mean. Maybe he's nicer. You want to talk to my friend? Yeah. What's his name? Is it Jordan? His name is Andrew. You want to talk to him? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Great name. All right. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, who's uh, who's this? Uh, This is Andrew, man. What's up, Andrew? Hey, this is Terry from Max Label, and... um, we're just calling to wish him a happy birthday, and uh, so what do you guys got planned for him? All you, all the friends. Uh, well, right now uh, we were going to go out, uh, but we were talking about SVU, and then coincidentally SVU like came on the TV, <laughs> and so we thought that it was really serendipitous. Cool story. That we should uh, give it a watch, and uh, we're giving it a watch, and then we're gonna see what's gonna, what's gonna, what we're gonna go do. That sounds awesome. So you guys are just taking it easy today. Hey, yeah, you know, sometimes take it easy. Sometimes we take it hard and we go hard and you got it. You got to go. You got to go hard later? Yeah. This guy's doing a disservice to my yeah. name here. You guys going hard later? Or, I mean, it's uh, it's pretty early up there, right? Gets it, I mean, early, we, 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 really, we really go all day. If we're being honest, we got you got to go to bed early so your skin looks good. Honestly, yeah, if you yeah. don't get sleep, really, yeah, that's yeah. really how it so. Works. Are you like uh, you're just in My like watch. Max Entourage here, or like you? Uh, what are you playing with them now? I mean, we he has so many different people playing with him. We <laughs> can't even keep it straight. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, like honestly, like I've known him probably since. I was like seven. I don't know how old he was, but I had known him like for a long time. And cool. like, like I mean, like people I don't really know person. about me, but yeah. like I've been around and like I do a lot of things. And you can like people people know me too. Like people, I like I'm no like I'm known. So it's like <laughs> it's not really a thing. Like I I'm still like I'm relevant. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's great. Can we talk to Mac? Yeah, yeah. I'm known. Nice. You guys, how'd you like my friend Andrew? Yeah, he's he sounds really he's known, a, he's a man. a peach, man. Sounds like a peach. <clears throat> uh, you know, totally awesome. 
And uh, we're just really happy that your birthday's going. Sounds like it's going really good. So we're super. Oh yeah, you think it sounds? Sounds like it's going really good. Well, how about I get the fuck off the phone with you and I enjoy my fucking birthday. Oh, pretty rude. Rude. Holy sheesh. Okay. All right. Uh, (laughs) Another awesome call from our friend uh, to our friend Mike DeMarco. Happy birthday. 32 years young. And we also talked to Andrew, uh, who was one of his periphery parasite hanger-oners. 74 years old. (laughs) 74 years old. I love that we can just have people like that in our, our our grasp it is nice and he always acts surprised <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but he's probably such a space case that he's like i he didn't like make any attempt to just like block the number so i just keep calling him it's really awesome i, I love that the legend of terry swire is uh is yeah, where it terry, is it's really good <laughs> terry, terry swire got some twitter love a few days ago yeah, no, I should make a Terry. I should do a Terry Swire at a Guitar Center too, because they switched around the layout for Guitar Center. Really? Wow! Yes. That was that was a they legacy in, store. They put in like they put in lesson rooms. Whoa! And I'm gonna call. I should call and be like, "What, what the fuck you, do people learn? How, what are you like? Just you learn how to scratch? There is that I, it? Like I, what? No. What are you talking about? Lessons? They, like you know, fuck. they sold less than a million. Like there was less than a million new guitars sold last year. Worldwide. It's crazy, I, I right? believe that. Yeah. Everybody's into EDM now. Speaking of EDM, are you familiar with the um, EDM DJ Avicii? Uh, only because of his untimely death. He bit the bullet, and my God, there was an explosion. I was in the car sadness. with three really sad Europeans. Avicii, I cannot believe. It was Avicii strange. Because well, my instinct is to shit all over everything. And I couldn't really do that. I was like, oh, well, it's weird that that happened. And then I just had to sit there being like, well, these dudes are actually feeling a thing right now. This is weird. <laughs> Here we go. Um, the videos are priceless. Okay, look. I know I've never been a huge fan of Avicii's music. <laughs> I've made fun of the guy a lot. I'm not going to recon all of my previously stated opinions on the guy just because he's gone now. I think that would be really dishonest. But even I will have to say, notice the fan in the background. The guy did not deserve to leave us this freaking early. Who would deserve? I'm curious as to your like your spectrum of deserving. Like he was kidnapped and murdered. The guy guy fell asleep and didn't wake up. Say what you will about the guy. I will not deny he was a true original. He, he had hey, some really sh- good ideas in him. He was able to work non-EDM elements into his music in his own okay. way. And it's a, it's a damn shame that he didn't get the time to go even further. Oh, yeah. I mean, and for what it's worth, uh, I still have these four uh, songs still on my iPod from him. Holding oh, thank God. <laughs> Fucking true fan really here. Like all those, especially Hey Brother. So, um... Wow. Really, and this it only gets worse from here. Oh so, man, the tributes are pretty oh, incredible. The this is a euro. So, first video. I just got the message that Avicii's dead. <laughs> I just <know. laughs> like it was so surprising because I was just listening to some music and 
He has a poster of the Mona Lisa in his room, which I find really weird. Yeah, those fucking Europeans love the goddamn Mona Lisa. I walked right past the fucking thing. Fuck you. (laughs) Especially that this guy was only 28 years old. That's 10 years older than me. Oh my god. (laughs) What have you done with your life? I have so many memories, bro. <laughs> I remember every summer, me and my friends, we used to listen to his music. I have so many memories, bro. So many memories, man. Oh boy. oh, boy. I wonder if he went to Ibiza. Is this motherfucker crying? Yeah, like. No, he's trying to. He's fighting back the tears. Alright. He may be dead here, but his music. Was oh, don't do it. Don't do it. Do it. Don't we'll say always it. find him in no, his no, music. No, no, no. He will always be remembered. No. Uh, he will. There we go. Live along. Nine years from now, people will play it as a joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Time was classics. Like, <laughs> it's like, yes. It's like, it's like John Lennon's Imagine. Love in an Elevator. That Four Non Blonde song. Yeah, What's Up? And then Avicii. One more of each. This is a guy. Which, uh, this is a guy driving, which I love. I love driving videos. It's great. Yeah, he's just like. He's like, I thought I'd make this video real quick. This guy's fucking. Hey God. Oh boy. This video's all fucked up. Yeah, this sucks. Come on. Oh, come on. It's fine. It's fine. Hey guys, I just want to make a quick video to He's a safe um, driver. address what happened with Vici. Um, I just—I mean, not address. I just want to speak a little bit about that because or address. I was debating <laughs> if I should make this video or not. Oh, I just okay. don't want people thinking that. Oh, I'm about you know, I'm, I'm glad not. you chose the I right just, path. I, but I also felt like if I didn't speak, it's like you're robbing somebody of what? What? knowing or seeing things the way you see them, and what? I. I just don't want people to perceive me as Listen being like, you're so full of yourself. What is the fuck? Would your alignment off right now? Yeah, are you going to really off? Fuck. I, I hope you're going to AutoZone, dude. I don't know. Maybe that doesn't make any sense, but to me it makes sense. I, I just don't want people thinking that I'm taking this opportunity to make this about me because I'm not. I just yeah, want to okay. share about what this person meant to me. Avicii. Okay. Tim, I can't pronounce his last name. Burgling. Okay. Oh, he meant so much he, to you. You can't pronounce his last fucking name. He passed away on 420. Um, died at the age of 28. This man, <clears throat> when he was just a boy, at the age of eight, he was producing tracks. He was making music in his bedroom, and then he came wow. up with a bunch of songs. But Levels in 2011 skyrocketed. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Mm, okay. Fucking thanks, so Ted Koppel. Yeah. Thank you, Paxton. Paxton Pill with 360 views. Um, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Some of the comments, uh, those two comments, uh, just RIP of Ichi and also great vid, bro. Great vid, bro. Great really vid, good. Bro. Hope Very you get your fucking car situation worked out. You know, but that the problem is that the way how fucking brain dead a lot of people are, that's like Walter Cronkite to some people. Oh, yeah. They're like, I was, they're like whoa, <clears throat> thank you so much for that informative video. It Like, I know I'm about to say something that's really fucking, like, obvious, but that bizarre merger of entertainment and fucking news, nobody actually understands what journalism anymore is anymore. Like, fucking journalists don't understand what journalism is anymore. It's really wild. No, no fucking way. (laughs) 
Uh, that's done. That's done. That's a piece of history. Journalism is a piece of history. And if you go yeah. to school for journalism, uh, you're crazy because it doesn't exist anymore. It's just whatever. I can get on. I can I can create a medium page and have people share it. Well, that's sort of the thing is, yeah, like if you go to school for journalism, you're you're both crazy and a moron because you're just spending fucking 70 grand on nothing. Right. Exactly. Just like what I did. (laughs) I got my English degree. I hope you like fucking microfiche. That's all you're doing for the next 20 years. (laughs) Microfiche. I hope you like looking at looking up microfiche. I hope you like that. um, The problem is, though, it's it's easier than ever to get your content out, but it's harder than ever to get paid for it. Mm hmm. So that's what that's what journalists need to know. And then like TV and the more people cut the cable, the more that it's like, oh, well, like the news anchor, like news anchors are becoming a thing of the past because they don't have enough money to pay them anymore because they're losing advertising revenue. So people are just like, what do we do? Yeah. Like news Broadcast news like, is psychotic now. Not having TV for like five years and now <laughs> having it again. Broadcast news is straight lunacy. You're a fucking mental patient if you sit there and have to watch the news. It is lunacy. It's oh, yeah. fucking wild. Absolutely. No, it's it's like the the guy, the, obviously the older, like the Ed, nobody's going to know what this means, but the Ed Dig type. He's like older and seasoned. <laughs> and, uh, and um, you know, like older and seasoned and really, you know, got it going on. And he's like, oh, you know, like he's f- terrified because his medium is dying all around him. He's like the he's like the the captain of the Titanic going down. And then there's like a 19 year old like journalism student who they just give a job to. And she's all like peppy and it's overwhelming to this poor old dude. And I shouldn't feel pity for this poor old dude, but I do. And that's like that in every major news market. And I love bloopers. Yeah. <laughs> I love news bloopers as much as anybody. I don't want to be um, that guy, but you just described the plot of the movie Network. <laughs> oh, my God, I did. <laughs> he's mad as hell, and he's not going to take it anymore. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen Network, you should pause this and go watch fucking it. That end. All right. The end of the movie, that fucking, that Ned Beatty you have messed with the fucking primal forces of nature, Mr. B. <laughs> One of the finest things wow. put to film within the past 50 years. It, it really, Easily. really good. Easily. Uh, also dead, Junri. Oh. Who is... You know who Junri is? I have no idea who Junri is. Junri was a Taekwondo uh, master. He basically is responsible for bringing Taekwondo to the forefront. Uh, the one kid named Jeff in your high school who knew Taekwondo and thought he could beat everybody up. Yeah, you can have Junri to think. <laughs> was he killed like, by the ninja? No, he was killed by the he was killed by the ninja of age. Oh, well, that's a ninja. That's, that is a ninja you can't outrun. Yes, he he said, uh, but his his motto was nobody bothers me, and that's a great <laughs> goddamn when, motto. But his commercial was amazing. Unbelievable. Wow, that was really fucking good. Holy shit. That guy could write a jingle. God damn. 
Nobody bothers me. Unbelievable, right? What a motto for life. Nobody bothers me. And wow. that was like basically like I'm a hard ass. Nobody bothers me. I, awesome. Jesus. Okay. Wow. Neat. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, to sum up, uh, I have one more death to report. It's a lot of, been a lot of celebrity deaths. Uh, Arlie Ermy died. Oh, yeah. That I saw. Known as Gunnery Sergeant Hartman from Full Metal Jacket. Mm-hmm. A overrated movie. In my opinion. Yeah, not not, movie, not the greatest. A movie that was good until, and you thought it was over, and then they went to Vietnam. And, you're and like, then, oh. yeah, I was like, fuck, this is starting all over again. Are you for real? Yeah, I really thought it was it. And I was like, oh, this is kind of like a, something it must be an art house movie where it's like 45 minutes long. But no. Uh, then they went to Vietnam, and it was just okay. Animal well, Mother was interesting. Cool. Fucking, uh, like, Full Metal Jacket is two pretty good movies that are just not that great when you put them together. Because right, either exactly. one by themselves is actually pretty okay. Hey, it ain't too motherfucking buku. Remember when uh, the guy's like, remember when he brings the prostitute around and she won't sleep with the black guy? Oh, because yeah, yeah. she's like, she says, too buku, too buku sobrada, too buku. And he pulls out his cock and he's like, this is about 10 inches of pure uh, black Alabama black snake. But looking at you, I know that it ain't too motherfucking boo cool. And I've said that a few times to women. Oh, yeah. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> well, they've seen they've seen me. They, they've seen me. And that's fine. And they're like, I, I think I got it covered. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. I've seen tampons bigger than you. All right. Um, but Arlie Ermey, most famous for uh, his anti, uh, his quasi-racist, anti-socialist rant uh, at a Geico insurance function. <laughs> oh, really? Can hear me out there? Yes. It's a Geico insurance <laughs> meeting where he's in full military like dress. The United States Marine Corps. Since... There's a okay, point so where this... these guys are getting, as they're getting older, you got to fucking assume a massive liability <laughs> putting a fucking microphone in front of their faces. My God. This is a, he was like, he's selling Geico insurance and this is like the Geico rally. He goes on stage in full military dress and starts rambling. Like this is what, like if my dad got a hot mic, basically is what would happen. <laughs> Seventeen seventy-five has nothing to do with insurance. This country and doing quite a nice job of it. Job of it, I might add. We celebrated our two hundred thirty-fifth birthday last month. For those of you who don't know, two hundred thirty-five years of protecting this nation, and we're going to continue to do it forever. Oh, should have stopped there. Stop. Yeah, there. I'm out. Great. Peace. Good. Give me my check. Oh, wait a minute. Nope. Uh, uh wait. Nope. And right now our mission is, our main mission at the moment is Toys for Tots, and you all know oh, that, right? Boy. Because when you see me come out on the stage here at the Rokan Show, guess what? It means it's time for Toys for Tots. That's what it means. Okay, a little weird, but stop right there. Hey. Problem this year. Stop right there, Gunny. The economy really uh -oh. sucks. Oh, oh no. Oh. Now, I hate to point Somebody. fingers at anybody, but the president like, administration oh God. Oh probably God. has a lot oh to God. do with that. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, somebody like a stagehand, oh Jesus, what do I do? I see it, they're not going to quit doing it until they bring this country to its knees. So I think we should all oh, rise up and man. we should stop this administration from what they're doing because they're destroying this country. Oh, okay. Oh man, fucking Tammy loved that one. So that they can 
truth, and that's oh. exactly what they're doing. Oh, and my. I'm oh. sick and damn tired of it, and I know you are too. Oh, I'm just here at a convention for <laughs> insurance. But I know that the Marine Corps is going to be here forever. This administration won't. Semper Fi. God bless you all. Hurrah. Uh, hurrah. Thanks. Thanks, Kenny. Uh, Thank you. Okay. And now we have the Geico Gecko. Yeah, here's the, the, the Gecko. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, the Gecko just said all lives matter. That was a weird fucking yes. thing to say. Okay. I, neat. Yeah, the Geico Gecko just did an interpretive dance involving shooting an unarmed black civilian. <laughs> Amazing. It's really great. When you get shot, no one, was it, protect me? Yeah, no, everyone bothers, bothers me. me. <laughs> Everybody on earth bothers me. Everybody on earth bothers me. Uh, did you catch the uh, the thing people are freaking out about this week? With uh, I guess it was last week, so it's kind of like it's old hat at this point. When like, Kanye West fucking woke up from his crypt. And started yeah. going MAGA on people. That was that was a lot of fun. That was the best. I love uh, people get tricked by marketing. It's very For good. For real. Like, oh so, so you're assuming that this dude just sat up and was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm mad into, like, I don't know, fucking... I don't even, I, like, yeah, I'm mad into Donald Trump now. What's up? I also yeah. happen to have an album coming out. It's weird how uh, that happens. It's like the equivalent of like when your metalhead friend suddenly like woke up one day and started listening to Grateful Dead just to get a rise out of everybody. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like, and then he got a rise out of everyone. Oh my god, I can't believe Jerry listens to the Dead now. He's hanging out with all these people. I, oh, I mean, I, oh, oh, oh. that's exactly the same thing. When your friend suddenly. Like starts growing his hair long or just drawn on his arm. It's all high school nonsense. It's the same shit. And people are like, you must protect, you must protect easy. No, 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 no. He's been doing the same. He's been doing this forever. Yeah, the musical like... output does not require this type of behavior. <laughs> this. This type of behavior. And I'll tell you what, the Marine Corps will be around forever. Kanye West will not. Woo! Thank you. Semper Fi and God Semper bless fi. you. <laughs> June yeah. Rhee, man. God damn. Nobody bothers me. That should be my new motto. That, I bothers. want that to be a new fucking theme song. It was so good. Nobody bo- You know what? I can easily make that happen. I would love that. <laughs> Why don't that. we just have that be our new theme song? I'm sure June Rhee's not going to uh, sue us. Because he's dead. He, his estate might, though. I don't know. Hmm. True. What if his estate comes after us and you and like they just like taekwondo my door in? I'm like, well, that was right. a weird extreme reaction. I'd be like, uh, hello. <clears throat> yeah. You can Nobody bothers me. Nobody bothers me. I'd say that right to them. That is a fucking great song. Jesus. Sounds like kind of like, uh, sounds like Herman's Hermits. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) Man, that was good. uh, Highly audio visual uh, show tonight, but I have a lot, I had a lot of stuff in the, I have a whole uh, Vern Troyer RIP too, but I don't really want to get into that. Vern Troyer died? Vern Troyer died. Wow. All right. Oh, it was so sad too. He lived at his mom's house. uh, I saw his last interview. 
Yeah, Yo, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta grab a few good Vern Troyer RIPs for uh, for the next episode. I've we gotta got really them. dig into those. I've I'm sure them. they're they are tasteless beyond belief. I've got them on hand. Perfect. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty great because uh, he lived with his mom, and he had, he, he was only the only thing he had to his name. Hello, it is keyboard maestro here again, and oh, Jesus. I know what this is isn't really music related. But I wanted to share this with the world anyway. <laughs> Great. Fern Troyer. You heard it here first. That played Mini-Me <laughs> in two of the three Austin Powers movies, if I'm correct, uh, was found dead, aged 49. He went into the hospital, intensive care, last week. And uh, when so he wasn't really he found dead with alcohol. Yeah. <clears throat> Yesterday, Avicii. Big star, oh, big man. <laughs> Sign it all together. It's a rough, it's a rough, it's a, it's rough sledding for, um, for fans of Vern Troyer. I know, this, right? <laughs> a lot of kids, though. <sighs> This dude's all but he's crying. I don't have you people probably already don't even know who this is. But yeah, he was kid, you're getting off on the wrong fucking foot in life. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want anybody to get mad. But he was short and stuff. But oh my god, he died today. If you don't know who Vern Troyer is, oh man, he's shut up. A I know I'm a grown adult telling a kid to shut up, but yo, like, up, I think kid. maybe you needed an adult in your life telling you to shut the fuck up. So shut the fuck up. This is my favorite one. Go play basketball. But, it has, but it's being confirmed that midget actor Vern Troyer has died. <laughs> <laughs> since, he, since he was 40, 49 years old, and he suffered from a disease called dwarfism, which made him short. He was like, he was only like, t- he was like, oh, barely God. two feet tall. Around there, he was like two feet eight inches tall, maybe somewhere around there, and he was, and he's, and he was well known for playing the character Mini Me in the Vern, in the Austin Powers movies, and then he was also known for playing the evil Pinocchio in the movie Pinocchio's Revenge movie. Uh, what? And then he was also known for playing one of the Goblin Goblin Bank Tellers in the first Harry Potter movie, which is the only <laughs> one he ever did. Wow. And then he was also known for doing a few other ones, but he was a midget and. Kind of sucks. I actually did like Vern's an actor, <laughs> and it says, but he was only forty nine years old, so it kind of sucks. He died really young. That's it. That was this whole video. I, cool. Thanks, thanks, man. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for rolling through here saying midget a bunch of times and then bouncing. Yeah, it's wild. I like that because midget is essentially the n word for little people. So good job. Good job insulting the man. It was a weird scene there. Jesus. Fucking face. Um, yeah, really bad. You want um, to knock whoa, out whoa. a few questions? And, uh, we did get a bunch. <clears throat> call I tonight? Call, I put out the call, and uh, you certainly did answer. The call was responded to. Yes. Okay. Um, you go first. All right. <clears throat> did you ever go to malls on tour? What's the worst mall you've been to outside of New York State? I feel like we must have gone to a few malls, but I'm I'm having trouble with this. 
Um, we, uh, we would always go to like weird malls in Connecticut. Like we would, we yeah. were kings of showing up to a show like seven hours before we had to play. Um, with a little luck, the bar would already be open or wherever we were playing the venue would already be open and then we can just load our shit in and then go wherever we wanted. But a lot of times it's us driving by and being like, Oh, there it is. And then we'd find somewhere to go like yeah. a mall. Um, well, going into malls was always a slippery slope because it's trying to keep, you know, five or six people, uh, somewhat together. Uh, it was always kind of like a trudge. I had no money that, too. It's the other thing. It's not like you're like yeah. it's not going to shop or anything. You got, they, like everyone brought to... seventy bucks for a month and didn't think yeah. that was a problem. It's not like I'm going to Steve Madden or anything. We did. Uh, if you watch the uh, the self defense UK video from a couple of years ago, there's footage of us going to a mall in. Uh, I want to say Manchester. Maybe that yeah. was really fucking weird. Like like straight up dead mall. It was pretty wild. Of course, but uh, yeah. We uh, we would go to like uh, yeah the, the, a lot of the malls we went to were like dead malls. I remember I remember going to one in uh, Tacoma, I believe, that was almost completely dead. And um, yeah, well, we would always <clears throat> find some sort of mall to go to. Um, yeah, have uh, here's a question: Ever have the cops called on you by a letter carrier? I just did. It's pretty sick. What'd you do? What'd you do? Yeah, we need more backstory. Yeah, yeah I need to. I need. I need a lot on this. I mean, you're, if you got a letter carrier coming and you just wrote this before, it means you're on the West Coast. So, uh, you know, like, fucking, <laughs> what, what'd you do, West Coast? Unless, unless you ordered something very risque or very illegal, the cops were like, That's I bet it was true. just because you have like a dog and, you know, everybody's supposed to love your dog, but your dog has no discipline. I think that's what it was. You know, both my parents were letter carriers. Maybe, I, maybe this person's my enemy. Your mother was a letter carrier. Wow. Yeah, so was my father. Wow. When did us take it all? Hmm. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Here's one. Latest episode is gold. Thank you. And I love hearing you guys in the same room. I'm saying. All right. Hans, I hope you move to New York City and make a dent. uh, We, my husband and I, aren't holding our breath. (laughs) But if you do, we should celebrate Allie in Brooklyn. P.S. Did you call the best show last week? No, I did not. However, I'm glad you're. Uh, I have that. I'm glad that some friends of Tom. Uh, Andrew has no idea what I'm talking about. I'm no clue. Of, I'm glad some friends of Tom also listen to Overnight Drive. <clears throat> um, now, if, what, what do you like? What do you mean? Like you and your husband celebrate? Like what? I mean, that can mean anything from a, a beer to uh, three up. You're getting pitched right now. Me? Yeah. I'm getting pitched. I think I am. Uh, maybe an Eiffel Tower is in my future. Maybe a trip to Gay Paris in my future. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a trip to Gay Paris. I am I a to- child. Maybe I get to, maybe I get to see a naked dude I never met before, with his wife who I also never met before, and it's got maybe they're in an open relationship. And you know what an open relationship really means? I I feel like you're gonna tell me. I okay. Well, it's like, hey, honey, um, I want to fuck hotter people, and I already have somebody in mind. 
but I still need a ride to work. I need, I need, <laughs> I need this to be tacitly greenlit. Yeah. So I mean, you still need a ride to work, and you do make all the money in the relationship. So I'm gonna need you to be okay with this. And we can say we're open, and isn't that exciting? Very you forward know, we're, thinking. We're still young. <laughs> Just break up. You want to fuck someone else? Break up. That's it. One person isn't enough. I need all the attention. Sorry, I know that's a hot take on open relationships. Yeah, However, um, call me tr- uh, traditional. I just think it's a lot of unnecessary juggle juggling, and it's always one sided. It's not like you're both. It's not like fucking. It's not like you're both going to the like, like going out with other people. It's like always one person at home, like biting their fingernails. Like the I feel like there's a story like, here. <laughs> There's no, there's no real story. Here. I feel like you went, uh, you went zero to sixty pretty quick here. I feel like you, uh, no, you got left holding the bag I in just, one of these things. I just find people in open relationships a little annoying. Uh, you know, far be it for me. I don't care. Go fuck whoever you want, but don't like act like it's like a bad a badge of honor, courage, uh, something that makes you interesting when it's just you fucking like legislating cheating on each other. I mean, let's be real. Well, you know. I see hot people all the time, but if I'm in a fucking relationship, I'm in a relationship. Did you see, it was probably about a month ago, are you familiar with Killer Mike? Uh, I am, actually. He did a interview with, uh, are you familiar with Colian Noir? No, no. He is like an NRA spokesman. Um, <laughs> oh, and, oh, I think I saw the backlash from yeah, this. Th- yeah, this got like, this got hot for a minute. Um, he did an interview with them and Killer Mike was just doing like Killer Mike shit. Um, but one of the things he said in the interview that I loved and I, I, I want to have a tattoo on my neck. He was just like in his like Southern drawl, like, it's like my grandfather said, stay out of people's business. No and shit. When, when I hear people like, yeah, like talk about being in open relationships or like that first person we talked about earlier, like fucking getting wild offended and like fucking talking about their fucking triggers and one shit. Yeah. Yo, get me out of your business. I don't care about your business. Yo, I don't care what you're into. I don't care what you heard about. I don't care what upsets you. Get me the fuck out of your business, you weak piece of shit. So, uh, yeah, that's... Yeah, I don't you know. I, if your business is in the street, man, that's like... I mean, come on, you know we lost a lot um, when people stopped keeping things to themselves. I think. Yeah, that's this. This is the year. I fucking I'll buy a Killer Mike record just because of this. It's made me so happy. It's the year of staying out of people's business, and that this means not year? bringing people into fucking your business. It took us a long time to find out what year it was. This is the year of minding your own fucking business and don't broadcast your shit in the street because no one cares. Good year. Good fucking year. I'm with that. Open relationship? Don't care. Don't care. The fuck out of my timeline. And I don't care. Couldn't care less. But if you put it out there, I'm going to clown you because it's funny. It's like, oh, what's your, what's your, where's your relationship at? Like, oh. Oh, you met someone hot. Oh, you work with, you work at a coffee spot and uh, you work with somebody hot. Okay, so what, no, instead of having restraint, 
you're going to be like, well, I can negotiate this, right? You're a power broker for sex. <laughs> and then your fucking, your drip of a husband is going to be like, okay. Oh, whatever <laughs> whatever this, she wants. This was all started by somebody writing in to be complimentary to you. And I know. Such slapped a like 30 I'm, layers of assumption onto it. Sorry. Sorry, Allie. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm so yeah. sorry. You know, you know, that's the thing. I, I got a roast. I got a roast. I'm sorry. Um, uh, and people in an open relationship. Not to life. imply that Allie and her husband are in an open relationship and pitching you on a threesome. Uh, I mean, what does celebrate mean? You know? I, don't, I, I don't know. You know, yeah. you know why? Because I'm not in people's business. I'm not, I'm not, it could mean anything. I'll find out when I get there, but I'm not, you know, whatever. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. There's, there's a minefield we just stepped into. It's fine. I'm just being a jerk tonight. Okay. Um. Well, Hans, you have practically disappeared from social media lately. I... I love when people say I myself. I myself love your driving around videos and the rest of your shit in general. I hope you keep doing them and other things. Andrew, you're funny too on Twitter. Oh, cool. Thanks. Mm, yeah, wow. A little afterthought there. Um, I just haven't felt like it lately. I've been busy. I've been on my grind. Uh-huh. But I'll be back. You know, it's like one of those things where if I do it all the time, it's just I'll become driving around video guy and I don't want to do that. Um, hey guys, quick question from a longtime fan. You guys ever get mad at each other? All great creative teams feel or get tension from time to time. I really don't believe you've never had any bumps in the road. If untrue, beautiful. My boyfriend and I love the podcast. XO, Jane and Philly. P.S. We should celebrate. <laughs> we should celebrate <laughs> with a quad, with a quad wobbly h four uh, people you, you could just make a weekend of visiting gay paris first you hit brooklyn then you hit philly and then you drive up through binghamton and you get a fucking taco on the way home and, uh, oh, and everything's cool wow i'm gonna drive to brooklyn go to gay paris with an eiffel tower and uh, and uh then i'm going to philadelphia to uh lay the foundation for eiffel tower with a jackhammer while husband watches and films that's what uh, I'm assuming right now. We don't get mad at each other. I don't think it's honestly gotten, really don't. Yeah, we've gotten mad at each other exactly once ever, and it was uh, it was uh, over directions. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it, like the kind of mad you get at like a cat. It's like it it dissipates immediately. Yeah, I was annoying him. He was annoying me. But it was also in 2007. So like whatever. No, we're yep. good. We're good, and I, I choose my friends wisely, and uh, I don't like when they get mad at me. Although, Though I actually, in retrospect, even, like, I feel embarrassed about that just because yeah. a couple years earlier, we were driving to a show, and somebody had printed out directions from, like, MapQuest, like, way before smartphones, you could actually yeah. print out directions, and got really offended when the directions were wrong, and we were just, like, we were getting oh. upset <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, so there, that was the unspoken rule to never get mad about directions. But no, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. No, that's been it's been smooth sailing since then. Uh, anytime, I've never. I mean, I'm, I had to have annoyed you at some point, but um, it's never. I, never I legitimately like I. I got nothing. Yeah, we're good. We are. Uh, we are a great team because that doesn't happen. And uh, much unlike, you know, the Steven Tyler's. 
and the toxic twins of the world. We are smooth sailing forever. I don't know and if Steven Tyler ever moved into Joe Perry's basement. I don't know if they've ever, they, they, they never <laughs> tested the situation like that. That might be interesting. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> well, we'll see. That'll test the limits. Test the, it'll be like that movie, The Paper Chase. It'll test the limits of our friendship. Um, man, just saw that Daniel Higgs is going to be doing a ting in London. Should I bother? Yes, you should. He's a, a, even when he's playing the didgeridoo, he's better at doing that than a lot of people and is interesting. Also curious to know what your favorite Jackie Chan flicks are. I watched Dragons Forever for the first time last week and loved it. Well, uh, I can't speak for Andrew, but my favorite Jackie Chan flick is Best of the Best. Uh, there, uh, the, the medium starts and ends with Best of the Best as far as uh, karate movies go. And uh, like martial arts movies, it's the best. It's uh, him, it's Cynthia Rothrock, Benny the Jet Urquidez, fighting throughout a mansion. And that's pretty much the whole movie. Wow, that actually does sound good. It's so good. Best. This is my problem. The All these movies sound so much better on paper than they are in reality. Like Bloodsport <laughs> fucking rules. <laughs> yeah. And there was... <laughs> when I was like six... Fox in the afternoon had some kind of like very short-lived show that was just 3D theater. And I recorded a kung fu movie in 3D. Whoa. That I would pay any amount of money to get a copy of now, but I could not begin to explain it to you <laughs> in any capacity. <laughs> the only thing I can explain to you is that at some point this guy took his hat off and it turned into a giant boomerang and he was throwing it around and it made a really cool sound. Mm, that it. is the extent of my memory of, uh, of, of this movie. Uh, that was the only, aside from like Bloodsport, the only fucking kung fu movie I remember enjoying. Oh my God. It's awesome. I, maybe I, I've just I seen hope. the wrong ones. I don't know. I think we should, I mean, I think we should <clears throat> just maybe try to find it. I don't know. Um, I don't know. You want to read one more? Maybe get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, uh, yeah, I read these and I'm like, we... Oh, yeah, we read that one already. About the sex partner? Uh, yeah, the the, yeah. The, uh, the bad understanding of statistics. I just edited the last podcast. I think I would remember this shit. Yeah. Um, does it get any better, stay the same, or does it get worse as time goes on? Well, all three, mm. unfortunately. All three. So, yeah. uh, just... Depends on what you're, uh, just live with on what you're thinking of. It, it, some things get better. I could say uh, as man uh, looking back at 40. <laughs> uh, some things get really good. Uh, some things get really bad. And some things are the same. Um, but that's just me because I'm a man of uh, dark darks and light lights. You know what, though? It's something that you're, you're not asking here. Some mm. things also get much quieter. And that's pretty yeah. chill. Well, that's true. I wish my brain would get quieter. That would be the best. The unquiet mind. All right. Well, lithium today, though. Hmm. I mean, I I always take a little bit of lithium, but uh, carbonate or uh, orotate. Orotate. Yeah. So do I. I take five milligrams. That hasn't been doing much lately. Interesting. Yeah. I, I usually. Yeah. It's. I forget. I read like a thing in the New York Times, and it was just like it was, that was the equivalent of like drinking water lithium. Um. So yeah, and it's that's fine. I don't know. It's, it's whatever it is. 
Hey, it will um, never get you through the night, man. That's all. Do you want to call this and uh, and not but, do this anymore for the remainder of the night? <laughs> I love how you put that. Sure. <laughs> I had to put the remainder of the night at the end so you don't hang up and then have a panic. Like, well, what did he mean? Not do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, I do worry about that. Um, not before we do two things. Number one, thank our uh, our wonderful sponsor, Rhetoric Coffee. RhetoricCoffee.com, rhetoric, RhetoricCoffee.com, uh, coffee delivered to your mailbox every two weeks. Andrew, you should have received yours by now. Sure did. I uh, received mine as well. Um, can't say enough good things about this company in all seriousness. Um, the coffee is always different and always really good and always really fresh. And they have an ingenious way of mailing it to you in a, uh, a perfectly sized box. Different art on the bag every uh, month, every time you get, actually every time you get it. And the uh, each dose of coffee lasts about two weeks, so it's perfect. RhetoricCoffee.com. Why do anything other than that? That's a good motto, right? Yeah, it's pretty decent. I uh, A few days ago I was working from home, so I made like a giant French press of, uh, of Rhetoric Coffee. Mm-hmm. Into a blender with the fucking the butter and MCT and all that shit, bone broth protein, uh, like fucking chaga mushroom extract, fucking blended that whole thing up, flying, <laughs> flying, right? Du- like dual screen Salesforce on both fucking screens, doing fucking like doing Salesforce. military push-ups in between uh, in between meetings. Awesome, yeah, super good. <laughs> Um, and also, don't forget that we have a Patreon, uh, overnight, uh, patreon.com uh, slash overnight drive. Patreon.com slash overnight drive. Uh, a dollar will do it. Uh, five will be great. Anything else, anything higher than that would be incredible. Um, you know you what? Know, it doesn't, it doesn't, <clears throat> while we're talking that? about Patreon, hmm. we've got to say thanks to people who like have been like hanging with the patreon for a minute because yeah, we, we always you. have some pretty fucking lofty goals and we very rarely actually achieve them mm-hmm. so We're busy people yeah. world's world announcement here get ready mm. fucking strap in y'all um last week we pulled a ripcord on uh on the episode and the first 30 minutes uh we'll put up on uh on patreon as a backers exclusive which i listened back and I actually thought it was really funny. I, I <laughs> thought about keeping it in the episode, but it was a little bit weird. Uh, so yeah, so one seventy nine and a half will uh, will be available yeah. to uh, to backers. Only available. On only. Patreon. Yes, only available on Patreon. Great idea, Andrew, marketing genius. I know. I'm, I'm so our good. cup our cup runneth over with cash, <laughs> and then I'll be able to retire early. And uh, lay on Andrew's. You know what? It's going to be my dream by the end of the summer is to be laying in Andrew's yard on a on a lounge, like a lounge plastic lounge chair with my shirt off. My landlord will love that. It's does your landlord live there? Oh yeah, they're right upstairs. My landlord oh, no. is a slightly older, slightly more put together, much more successful version of me, and who's I French. And he's French. Oh, yes. boy. You know, you're going to have to hear all kinds of shit if he's it's French. It's a weird scene. Like, we, we were walking to the apartment, like, <laughs> joking about, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to accidentally set off your Alexa. Like, mm. 
we're a bunch of fucking lame ass people, man. But wow. uh, you know, but I mean, uh, if he's French, their gay means gay Paris is not off the table. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. What Back do you mean? Up. I'm no longer welcome in the apartment. What are you talking about? You're, sh- you're fucking nixing my lease. A little short on rent this month. Maybe this could be settled. Oh wow! A different way. Oh man. All Maybe. right. This has been before you get me kicked out of my apartment. This has been okay. episode of 181. <laughs> 181 uh we're gonna be doing the true crime at some point i gotta just get back up there you know yeah everyone just calm down man she's not getting any deader you know trust well well, she's not going nowhere she's not getting any more uh she's just wondering when her shift at babbage's is gonna be over because they cemented they put a wall but they put sheetrock up and then she's like oh well wait i'm here wait and she's been there forever living off of scraps which actually, that reminds me, talking about this makes me think of that episode where we were in the same room, which reminds me, everyone, if you have a chance, go to YouTube and YouTube Ted Highland, because the Highland Recording <laughs> Studios commercial <laughs> is awesome. So if you had any questions about who Ted Highland was and why I was losing my uh, mind at the end of episode 179, that another, will answer them. Another quintessential Albany icon, Ted really Highland. Really good. He's the, basically the, uh, the Don Zintara of Albany. And uh, only with no, with not a great resume. <laughs> now he just yeah. records hip hop dudes and is sad. Um, I, uh, I I broke my promise to never say the words Ted Highland on this podcast again. But you know, I just want to yeah, I want to bring it all back full circle. Ted Highland, Ted Highland, Ted Highland. Ted Jesus. Highland. All right, this has been 181. Uh, be chill. Cue the music, and we will see y'all uh, next week. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.